Right, there's quite a lot going on in this. This is NJPW Stroll from the the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, which is why later on we have a Philly street fight. Yes, we do. And there's four matches here. Now, the general uh, feeling for all of this is that it's fabulous. The crowd are there, they're enjoying it, they're febrile. Not as febrile as they have been in previous weeks, which is a surprise considering it's ECW. There's no sign guy or anything there, or no hat guy. Anyway, they start with a dream matchup. It's Alex Coughlin versus Jonathan Gresham. Now, this will give Coughlin a chance to do not just I muscle you up, gut wrench you up, and hit a suplex. He'll actually be able to burnish his wrestling chops. He's burnishing his wrestling chops. Yes, he is. Don't come in. I'm burnishing my wrestling chops, etc., etc. And unfortunately, this match is too short. They've tried to get four matches in. It's an hour and a half. So they're trying. They're having to push through, and it's a, such a shame. Early on, we get Gresham headlock, joint manipulation. There's a round of applause for that. Coughlin then takes him over in a head scissors. He gut wrenches him and throws him down, as you might expect. They roll over for pins and roll over and roll over. And then Jonathan Gresham gets the leg scissors to secure the pin. Coughlin's not very happy. He's really quite distraught about it. They shake hands eventually, but it could have been so much longer. I wanted 20 minutes of this, and I think they could have gone for it. What a chance, NJPW. Such a shame. However, when next up you've got Team Filthy versus Rocky Romero and Ren Narita and Fred Rosser and Carl Fredericks and the DKC doesn't do that much, then I suppose you can be forgiven. There's an attack straight away. Early on, Team Filthy do that pose they do where they're all standing over a fallen opponent and doing their, their flexing, whilst Tom Lawler is just smacking Rosser in the head. It's extraordinary. He's concentrated on that. Don't think he even notices his mates around him at all. Outside the ring, there is a lovely um, Kratos gut wrench and a throw on Rosser, which is lovely. Outside, that's inside, outside, Rossa backdrops limelight into Kratos, which is just, it's great to see, so fluid, and there's a reason for all of it. Narita hits a lovely overhead suplex, and then um, Lawler covers up from Rossa's slaps, because of course they've got previous. Rossa took a bit, um, Lawler took a bit too much off the top two weeks ago with Rossa, or three weeks ago, and he's had to shave his head. Yes. Now you've got a Rossa clothesline, Kratos over the top, because of course Lawler needs a bit of help. He then turns straight into a rear naked choke. Romero comes in to help. He hits a, a DDT counter on limelight into the arm bar, which looks like it's gonna be the submission. But who's this? A masked man's in, causing the DQ. You don't get this often in NJPW, so it's got to be a reason. It's got to be a good reason. And it is. This is Black Tiger Mask. The next one. He hits a big tombstone pile driver on Romero. And in their promo, they're still angry about Rocky. 
he's caused a bit of trouble. Caused some consternation. And be careful, you can go blind, you know. Here's Gabriel Kidd. Here he comes. Nice to see him. He was stuck in Japan all that time. Now he's back in America. And they... I mean, Matt Raywald is saying... It's a really emotional speech he's giving. It wasn't really. It was pretty ordinary. Calls out Gresham. Gresham comes out and says, sorry to say this, but I don't know who you are. Sounds like he's dissing him. But then it's lovely work he does. I don't know who you are, but that's because I haven't been paying attention. Really good work. He says, I, you know, I, I, I know that you've trained at the same place as Alex Coglan, so I know you're good. I will fight you. And that's great that they will fight. I like that idea. It brings Kid over, gets Gresham more work in NJPW. What could possibly be wrong with that? And also what could be possibly wrong with this? Dickinson, and he's better. I thought he might be injured badly, but he's not. That's good. Brody King and Garcia versus the stray dog army of Barrett Brown, Bateman and Mysterioso. Should be good. And it bloody well is. Oh, yes. Now, early on, Garcia holds Barrett Brown down. But when he gets out of the ring and King gets in, Brown seems to think I can have a go at this. Tries to take him on. Brody thinks, what are you doing? Just choke, just chops him down with one chop. It's lovely. Mysterioso then hits a Rana off the top. A Hurricane Rana. And a Moonsault. He's not there, Brody King. Lands on his feet, hits a standing moonsault to get on him. That's really nicely done. Possibly the move of the night, actually. Or the move of the match, should I say. Garcia then handles Bateman. He does a lot of good work here, actually. Um, and then he brings... Then he's in the corner. Then he brings Brown in as well. Chops all of them. Then he brings Mysterioso in. Chops all of them. Forearms are plenty. Great. He has some really good double work here. You get an atomic drop from King into a Dickinson drop kick, then into a Garcia, um, then into a Boston Crab from King, and an elbow drop from Garcia. That's great. Then they all hit leg submissions, Boston Crabs, sharpshooters, single leg Bostons. That is just fantastic. There's a lovely and brutal Bateman overhead suplex driver on King. You've got to make sure it works, and it really does. Brown is lawn darted over the top on everyone by King. And then there, this is great as well. The ending is a trio of pile drivers. Two pile drivers from Garcia and Dickinson flanking the Gonzo driver from, or the Gonzo bomb from King. That is just fantastic work. They were, they, I mean, they didn't half work well together. That was so fluid. The Stray Dog Army never stood a chance because that kind of work together is brilliant. Now, they could have ended there, but no, we need a Philly street fight. And when you've got Archer, Lance Archer, the Murderhawk Monster, it's too long, that Murderhawk Monster, and Minoru Suzuki versus Marx, who's back, and Kingston, who gets more cheers than Marx. Brilliant to hear. I'm so pleased that Kingston isn't so injured because really want him to have a good long run in NJPW, AEW, really want him to do that. This is all right, 
It's it's not fantastic, but it's all right. Early on, you get some archer kendo stick work right under Mox's chin, and then um, Kingston choking Archer with it. Very nice. Of course, Kingston and Suzuki want to work together. They trade chops, and then they all disappear, and they're in the back. They're all fighting in the back. Suzuki's biting Mox's head. Of course he is. Then they're in the parking lot. The nice thing about this is that people are scattering, running away because of what might happen. Nothing actually does in the parking lot. It's a shame, really. But when we get back in the ring, the first thing that happens is that Archer attacks Kingston with a dustpan. Yes, a dustpan. He's got to keep him clean. Keep it clean, Lance. Oh, I fully intend to. Thank you so much. Yes. And then you've got Archer holding Kingston. Suzuki, he waffles in with that bat, with that um, kendo stick, like a bat. Yes. Then takes the arm lock with the stick. Mox suddenly brings in a door. And as Matt Ruwald said, you know, if you've ever had a door replaced, it's a proper door. Oh, you don't need to explain it to us. We can see it's a substantial door. He then picks out a sign saying, Mox, use my sign. Looks at it, thinks there's something inside here, takes the paper off. It's a stop sign. And he, he uses that. Of course he does. The door is set up in the corner, causing Alex Kozlov to say, the door, it should be forbidden. Great. Well done, Alex. I do like that. He has to repeat it in case we didn't pick up on it. But I did. He didn't need to repeat it. Archer's the one who goes through it. He's drop kicked through it. There is a huge choke slam from Archer on Kingston. A nice DDT from Kingston on Archer. And then they set up the trash can, do Suzuki and Archer. It's the blackout onto the trash can on Kingston for the pin. It wasn't bad, but the match before it was better. You've got a, a Philly street fight, you're going all over the place. The least you can do is to set some stuff up outside in the car park, but nothing happened. They didn't even smack each other into the transmission trucks or anything. They didn't have a drinks table set up or anything like that. But I did like the dustpan. I thought that was very good. This was a fabulous edition of NJPW Strong. It just keeps getting stronger and stronger. And with all the people they've got on hand, I can't wait to see where it goes next. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.